Cotton Mouth Media. Have you guys been enjoying this podcast? Let me know. I would really appreciate if you left a review of any kind to actually let me know if you were enjoying this, not enjoying it, thought it was good, or want to hear more, or want to hear different things. That would be great. Thanks. Cotton Mouth Media. I have a super, super vivid memory of you're just like sitting there, like really thinking about this. Really thinking, like we, we were so fucking high. And then you just like sit up and you're like, Cottonmouth Media. The bon Custody. Yeah. Baby, girl, you're so damn fine, dog. Wanna know if I can hit it from behind, dog. I'm sipping on you like some fine wine, dog. When it's over. You ever pack your bowl and then you realize, like, hmm. Kind of wanted this to be a bigger bowl. Yo, cannabis lovers, welcome to the Bongcast, a podcast about people in cannabis. My name is Matt Meredith, and I am your host, your guide, whatever you want me to be, really. And in the latest episode of the Bongcast, it is my pleasure to present my good friend from college, Tom Paulson. Tom and I were in the same fraternity at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo and graduated together in 2017. Tom is actually a part of the cannabis industry in a different way than my usual guests on the Boncast. Tom actually doesn't work in the industry professionally. He does chemical sales for a company in Seattle and he is a recreational and medical-ish consumer of cannabis. Primarily, Tom and I talk about how we came up with the name of Cottonmouth Media together during our time in school. We also reminisce of some of the good times that we had while we were at Cal Poly, and we may or may not talk about that one time that we did acid together. Without any further ado, please enjoy Tom Paulson and understanding how Cottonmouth Media got its name on the Boncast. You bring the molly? Oh no, I meant rolling joints. Oh yeah. You know, just my bad. The smokable roll. Right. Did you want water? Uh, no, I'll be alright. Had all right. a bottle of that Look, yeah, weed maps. Weed maps. Hey, weed maps couldn't find the steezy. This is the grinder I got Leafly. when I was in. Uh, to find the steezy. The grinder from uh, Canada, but it's not as good. It's it's like just the grinding part. I was at a festival once, and these Canadians approached me, like my friends and I. Um, we were walking back from a concert, and they go, "Do you have a, do you have a buster?" And I was like, "A buster." I was like, "What is a buster?" No, like, you know, like a buster to bust up your weed. A buster. I was like, you mean a grinder? You're like, no, like yeah, who, you, who are you calling buster, buster? Like, oh, yeah, the thing, the thing you turn your weed, like it's busted up. But I was like, yeah, yeah, we call them, like, come on. My friends were sort of laughing, those were like, what, a buster? That was a Canadian thing? Yeah, I don't know. They were Canadian. I don't know if it was a Canadian thing. Yeah, the Canadian thing that Leigh and I heard was uh, um, supposedly people from Quebec will say, yeah, I like yeah. just yeah, <laughs> out of the blue. Yeah, I don't I don't know why, but uh, people if they're watching the video version of this can see the fun new uh, rolling tray, Rick and Morty style. Rick and Morty backwards with. Dude, uh, it's honestly fucking G with. Nugget Rick. Nugget Rick. <laughs> nug Nug Rick. <laughs> nug Rick all over the place. Versus uh, pickle Rick. For those who can't see, it's essentially imagine pickle Rick, but he turned himself into a, a nug of weed. Yeah, it's perfect actually. It's honestly super appropriate because I got a ju- a weed or like a joint holder that is also pickle Rick. So that's I'm just I'm just accumulating all Rick and Morty themed things. I'm literally wearing noob noob socks right now. Noob noob. Yeah. Noob noob. Noob noob. <laughs> um, okay, so while we're rolling and we're getting started, we went to Cal Poly together. Indeed. And uh, that started six years ago. Which is fucking wild to think about. to think about. We graduate. I graduated two years ago. You graduated a year ago, right? Because you did a five two years year. Ago in December. 
I'll add a quarter. I would add one up, extra quarter. Okay, up. nice. Cool. Happy anniversary. Oh, thanks. I'm excited for it. <laughs> um, but yeah, Paulson and I were in a fraternity together. This is Tom Paulson. I'll have already introduced you, I guess, at the very beginning here. But <laughs> I don't even care about that. Tom Paulson, yeah. Waving, waving to the, the audience that's listening. Um, but uh, Tom Paulson and I went to Cal, Cal Poly together. I guess, uh, Poly, yeah, yeah, we went to Cal Poly slow together. And, uh, We're in the same fraternity class together. Yeah, and you studied what again? A uh, really long word. It was a, <laughs> but I studied a biomedical engineering. It's just a big mouthful to make me sound smart when I'm not. But yeah. That's the best way I can describe it. <laughs> but yeah, so you studied that. I studied education. And then we were in the same fraternity in the same quote-unquote pledge class. And we... Uh, and it was one of the funniest things about our fraternity, like being two large stoners from freshman year, was that right. they used to tell us that they were very against weed and very against smoking. Right. They were against all drugs. And so it kind of like they just put weed into that mix, just like how the government kind of did that <laughs> if you think about it but that didn't like stop us from like showing up high all the time oh yeah like, <laughs> every single event like during our process you would call it like we we were definitely fucking weed. stoned weed were stoned <laughs> yeah <laughs> and there was a there was a handful of dudes that were uh right on the same page as us on the same page exactly but so we then once you became like an active member then you started to learn like, I mean, you probably figured it out before that, actually, but, like, you but would, like, you like, learned that, like, smoking weed was absolutely a normal thing for people <laughs> in our fraternity. And so, it was more of a liability thing, but it was always a hilarious principle to, like, instill upon people. Is right. That weed is bad. <laughs> right. We, or, like, hide it. I, I feel like what it did for me is I learned how to, like, hide it during yeah. the process, and so that exactly. made me, like, even if I am ripped, bro, like, if I'm super ripped, like, it's pretty obvious, but, like, if I'm doing something and I want to just be like a little high for it you know like I feel like I'm pretty good at hiding it now I totally agree yeah you know you learn how to carry yourself right while like up in the clouds right right but uh you learn how to walk while you floated right and there was like so we had like a, a chapter house that we both lived in at a point and then there was also like a, a driveway that split the second house that so our fraternity Matt, owned Matt I lived there I just squatted yeah. <laughs> uh, Paulson was what we call a vulture in college. No, a crandle, a rat. A crandle rat, a yeah. Rat <laughs> um, but basically that just means you're, you're always around. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of just always... That was, that was a better way to be than to not be around. Flying though. circles around, seeing what's going Dude, on. Dude, you're so much faster than me at this right now. I'm like <laughs> not paying attention. Um, you're busy, you're leading the way. But then talking the talk. I'm talking the talk while we're walking the, walking the walk. So there's like a second house that's shared by the driveway of the of our main house and then that was the house essentially where like quote unquote pledges were not allowed um and we yeah, only allowed. only allowed to look at it right new members weren't allowed <laughs> right don't don't even think about it but uh and so of course as a new member you think like oh like that's just because i'm 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 a pledge i'm a new i don't know i can't i can't go right just there. active member area you know but then you realize once you get initiated like you just go in there and everyone's there's two giant like two and a half foot beaker bottoms like everyone's stone piles of weed on the table and you're like oh now we get it <laughs> yeah literally it was just a house to smoke weed openly and like without good being worried of, yeah uh, it really if you think about it state is a good there you go it. there you go uh if you think about it i feel like it actually did uh it created a great bond of the guys that once you did get 
you know, become an active member, mm -hmm. then it was kind of like, oh, dude, like, I had my suspicions, but like... Now I know. Right, now I know. But it was, it like I said, it teaches you how to, like, hide it when you need to be professional or even, like, not be, like, openly high, but... Then you get to bond over the fact that now you get to hide it from the next group of younger guys. So this house that was shared um, property, I guess, was technically on a different street. And so we just, like, we're super creative. So we just called it the name of the street, <laughs> but it's the Crandall house. And we would literally just smoke a ton of weed in there. And, and then once we did, like have access to this building, we were, I feel like that's where you it's, and I hung out the it's most. It's where you'd stop by, it's where you'd sit down, we'd pop a squat, smoke a bowl, smoke a moke, do what you need to do. And mokes were super popular And for those when we were at Cal Poly, I feel like. For those listening, if you haven't heard of moke, think of chop, there's tons of mole. Right. Basically just mixing tobacco and weed into your bowl. Right, which is, so it's basically just a spliff in a bowl, spliff bowl. Spliff bowl. <laughs> and, uh, but man, I feel like, you and I were talking about this, but spliffs just fuck you up. See, I think spliffs are like... Or not spliffs, spliffs excuse like me, mokes, mokes. Mokes, it was like, imagine like if your back of your forehead was a gas pedal and you rip a full beaker bottom like bowl out of one, it feels like someone's just stepping on that gas in the back of your head for like 10, 15 minutes. And once you get used to it, it's a great feeling. Can I use your cigarette butt? Yeah. It's actually the best it's tool the best ever. Oh yeah, <laughs> to, to finish packing a joint, it's the best tool ever. So there's always some someone smoking in there, someone to hang out with. If you didn't have a bowl and needed one, it's it's the full circle of weed. Like you need yeah, someone dude. to get you back, you got them. Dude, we definitely had a crew of like five or six or seven of us that I feel like it was always like, yo, I just ran out of weed, like, can you pack me a bowl? And it would be like, yeah, bro, I got you. I got you, I got you. I know I'll see you again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Especially when you're moking, bro, you're fiending. You yeah. fiend. So much you harder, I feel like. Some channel show on 24-7. <laughs> or whatever the new Netflix shit was. Yeah, whatever it's like. It was or if there was a fight or something, like, on HBO. It was always a classic. Dude, yeah, I'm, it's honest. I miss like the the communal aspect of the of the fraternity, you know. Yeah, in that sense, it was great. Um, <clears throat> but then, uh, so then, why we're here, right? So, rewind to this was I think our junior year, or is it our senior? My it was ju you were living I in think the it, back room. So it was my senior year so then. Senior year. So it was my senior year, Paulson's senior year technically i guess <clears throat> and yeah it was victory lap the next year right right <laughs> <laughs> um we so we were in crandall right we're in the in the basement or not the basement <laughs> basement's off limits so sorry 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 i didn't mean to bring that up <laughs> <laughs> um but we were in what we called the barracks actually and we had we used to have like four guys living in the same room in like a garage basically in bunk beds um it wasn't a garage essentially it was a garage literally so basically i was this was when i was just getting into like filming events and shit because i was like super into like the philanthropy aspect of our fraternity i was the external vice president so i was managing the philanthropy and community service and then I was cutting, you know, I'm working with budgets, so I'm cutting budgets and stuff, and part of cutting the budgets and making it more efficient was I cut the videographer, and I wanted to be more part of that. He's like, I'll take care of that. I'll do that shit. So then I learned about that, and then I was like, 
getting really into cannabis. We were fucking smoking weed all the time. It's legalization was getting closer and closer or like was, uh, or just it happened. Legal in Seattle. It was legal in Seattle at the time. It was legal in, uh, Nevada, Nevada, Colorado. And then we were, I was like, damn dude, like I know California is going to happen any minute slash it did. And then, um, we were thinking about what the business name was going to be called of, uh, my video production company for cannabis. I was sitting in the barracks and Matt came in and uh, he came up with like some idea of a few names and he threw a few names at me and I can't remember exactly what they were. I think one of them was like, was Cottontail or something or something because you know, it was like halfway there. Or like caught maybe so like I had a company, let's spark these up. I had a company it's with my, right I know I was looking for the new one too. Oh nice. <laughs> hey cheers first. Me and my friends back home do these things called SIMOs, where there's just like simultaneously, is what it stands for, but like we literally like, I'll just gas mine, and then, and then you hit the bull. <laughs> I like that, but I think. <laughs> it's like a brotherhood rip, you know? I'm supposed to split way too long. <coughs> oh, you missed that water. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> I knew you'd want the water. But uh, yeah, Matt came in with some few ideas, something that was something like. Oh, so we had, a, my girlfriend and I had a company together called Some More Media. Yeah. And I think even we had tried doing some more productions for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then we were like, let's just do some more media. And then I was thinking, oh, like Cottonmouth Productions. I think that's what it was. Yeah, I think you might have said, you know, let's do Cottonmouth Productions. And I was like, dude, no, it's gotta be Cottonmouth Media. Because like I remember, I do, I have, I have a super, super vivid memory of you're just like sitting there. Like, really thinking about this. Really, really thinking, like we, we were so fucking high. And then you just like sit up and you're like, <sighs> Cottonmouth Media. And then I think you rose slowly with a big old smile on your face and you're like, yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. And I, ever, I literally, I think I went and I... I drew the logo like yeah, that no, night. Yeah, I think you literally like, you, you go, I gotta get my laptop, I'll be right back. Yeah, and then okay. I go and I right made now. that logo. I remember Kloss, this other guy in our fraternity, Matt Kloss. Everyone went by last names because there's way too many guys with the like generic names like Matt and Tom, Tom. and Jake and stuff. And Jack. Jake and Jack, right. So everyone went by last names and Kloss made a design for me, but it didn't feel right. And so I was like- It wasn't you. It wasn't me, dude. And I just, I don't know why, it's a bunny. But I was just like cotton mouth, cotton tail. That's why I like that. Goes, yeah, it goes together. I think that's why I always have that association uh -huh. in my head. And I was like, it was just like, it just clicked. It was just, it was right. It was fucking right, dude. Well, from, from your perspective, like after that, like what, like did you, did you follow what I was doing or like, what did you? I think the day you made the account, you let me know. I'm, oh I, yeah, I'm of course. Following since. Yeah, I remember you were one of the first photos with a blunt. I took photos of you smoking a blunt. And that was on my Instagram. I love that. I yeah. Love that. Oh, God, that was it. There was like... You were like, just don't show my face. But I was like, hell yeah, I got you. No, honestly, though, it's like, I totally get it. But now it's gotten to the point where I want to, like, not give a fuck. Yeah, no, like, I've already gotten like, to that point, I feel like. Yeah, but. Sorry, this was like, I, got a little, I was too stunned to, like, put the pieces together about a minute ago. Can I hit that? Of course, when I first thought about this, but, uh... And I was messing the legalization was going big, was going more like nationally wide. 
And uh, so I had to do a little quick water break there. Throat was getting hot. That's okay. I just took a hit of the spliff and it just... Nice. Now you know how I'm feeling. Respect. Yeah, no, I f I f I'm picking up what you're putting down. You smell what I'm stepping in? I'm licking what you're spitting. You're bagging what I'm mowing? Damn, you got me there. <laughs> I gotta work on those. I, th I was I was really <laughs> proud of licking what you're spitting. <laughs> it kind of threw me off because I was like, I thought about it. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> you're like, that's pretty gross. I'm like... Whoa, I was just like, just do the blank there. And I was telling my other story when I first came back to Seattle for Christmas break. Uh, I was like, I had just turned 21 in October. I was looking to like get some weed. So I texted like three of my like friends who like kind of went to UW or like a couple of my friends I knew used to like always have a dealer or text one of my dealers. I was like, dude, can like anyone like get me weed or like does anyone have weed right now? Is anyone back in town? And then I got like just three immediate text backs and I was like, dude, just drive to a drive to a store and buy some. Like you're 21, and it's legal here. And I was yeah. like, oh. mind blown. Like mind blown. I was like, is dispensaries? Oh. I haven't been paying attention that closely, but is it like obviously tonight we went to like three different dispensaries to buy this weed, um, and like supplies. and we were, and supplies. Yeah, we were looking for uh, Steezy pods that are in <clears> Washington, <throat> but we couldn't find them. Um, but like, is there like a like 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 it is liquor stores? in California, but like when there's like one on every corner, cause I feel like when I was in it's, Denver, it was kind of like that. It's like, not like, it's like when you get into any of like certain areas of town, it's like, they're like clustered. Like today it was like, we went to like three within four. We're talking blocks. about Seattle, by the way. I don't know if that was clear. Oh yeah, here we are. <laughs> We're in Seattle, Washington right now. <laughs> it's funny, David, did you finish your story? Or what you were gonna say? Essentially. Okay. I've, <laughs> I've been to Seattle one other time. I didn't hit you up because I was, uh, it was a layover when I went to Indiana, Indianapolis. Oh, yeah. That's just, the, it's hard to get in and out of an airport. Oh, and what we got out is me and my buddy and we had like a 12 hour layover or something. And we, we left and we went to Cush 21, which is the closest dispensary. That was, the that was the last time I was here. And we went to that dispensary, both got an eighth of weed, fucking just smoked at a random park and went back to the uh, okay, airport and like had a good time. Just toasted, just, just toasted. Like, and I was like, dude, I already like Seattle and I've, I've been, not doing anything all i did was go and buy weed <laughs> but the fact that i could go and buy weed show your id and then they have like it was easy everything under the sun like like and it was like you get sodas you can get cartridges you can get edibles that are like that are mids that are good it's like i mean everyone has it now it's legal now but right. i remember the first time walking in there after like your friends made brownies or you you pop popping someone like you knew that grew it like, right i still like the homegrown vibe though Oh, you gotta let the home grow. I'm gonna grow. I'm gonna start growing when we get back. My girlfriend and I have been on like a 98 day road trip so far. It'll be 110 days when we're done. Cruising. And when we get back, we're definitely growing. I interviewed this guy earlier. You gonna grow a variety in Denver? Just like primarily being one way or the other. I think we're gonna <clears throat> we're gonna do like two, two one or two strains to start, but like um. Expand. I'm asking this guy Kevin that we interviewed in Denver what his suggestions will be because he's like a total expert you know he knows he's been growing for a he long time he knows his craft craft he's Kevin Craft his name is Kevin Craft oh, just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> he's a botanist as he likes to say he's the original gardener I'm just kidding that's what his shirt said but what was it like being in Seattle living in Washington, like witnessing the transition from like recreational cannabis to like, or from, excuse me, medical cannabis to recreational cannabis. Well, it was actually kind of a funny transition because I mean, everyone smoked for the most part, but it became so much more like you'd smoke at a park. Now people were just smoking walking down the sidewalk. Right. Like, and it was like, 
you just if there's ever an event going on like more commonly it's just like the whole area is reek of weed because everyone had had some type of something on them right because it was like you could and like you couldn't get in trouble for it um i remember like bringing like it went to like capital block party and like rubber shoot and like they said no weed allowed but it's like they check your bag and if you had weed they just like ask you for your id and be like oh you're 21 okay go in we don't care right they're just like yeah we're not supposed to let you but whatever it just became super chill and but like some of the funniest things that i remember were the medical shops were still open they were phasing out but like and there weren't like pot shops on every corner quite yet there weren't there's like maybe one in the neighborhood if you didn't know where it was but there was medical shops so it's like i remember walking into one of those once with a couple of buddies thinking we could just go show our ideas and buy pot but they're like no dude, you guys need a medical card here right like the closest dispensary like he, the guy that gave us directions he's like you would not imagine the number of people that think now that it's legal right you can just go to a med stop still and get pot right <clears throat> is that still the same today no, they all closed down because now it's just you don't need anything yeah now it's everywhere so a lot of them just became pot shops. is it a, it's is it a different license for the dispensary it was, yeah it's like a whole different thing right and it's like you still like, there's one we actually drove by today that i thought was a pot shop anyone that had like a green cross like you'd see the green cross around and be like okay i can't go buy weed there even though it says like marijuana with a green cross <laughs> because it's only medical it's only medical but that doesn't happen it's not no, here but like those pretty much all either shipped turned over or just like or closed down yeah but i think that was like one of the funniest transitions yeah that's interesting enough from like our perspective being recreational consumers like it doesn't affect us but like do you think that like affected like the medical community no, I here think, i mean because basically if you had a card you could, if you had a card you could still get it basically i think it was like essentially they grandfathered in like the first five years or whatever or something so it's like if you, that's what that's why they stayed open because i think if it was like you were at least like 18 like 16 or 18 whatever they're like we'll give it a handful of years until they're all closed down and phased out yeah and i think you can still get it in certain places did those dispensaries get fucked no no they just most of them pretty much literally just became pot shops cool. or like kind of clearly closed down for a little bit <coughs> is that the proper way to call it now here a pot shop a pot shop i don't know i always, I always call them pot shops i mm -hmm. think it's like it's it's quick it's quick and easy you don't call them dispensaries never really like and no one you know because here. it's like it's like a dispensary i feel like almost has like a stigmatism to like the sound of it a little bit mm -hmm. like the dispensaries were the medical dispensaries i guess and that's probably why okay so it's like before when because there was plenty of legal shops like everywhere in seattle beforehand and that was like a, another thing that so it's like and no, no no one ever got medical weed but it was always like some people had it for the most part but it was always like someone just had some connect if someone was growing it Mm -hmm. somewhere would bring it like a good amount in or everyone just had some like as someone piles around <laughs> yeah <clears throat> but it was like that was a, that's a i think one of the weird things is the the stigmatism of dispensary being more medical and so you didn't go to dispensaries and now it's like oh it's just it's just a shop it's like a it's like a liquor store but it's a pot shop right it's just like doesn't doesn't matter if it's medical or recreational yeah another fun, like uh, they also had weed buses the first like year or so when they like legalized it there like party the, buses? They were like party buses. There was one that was a can of bus. One was the weed bus. <laughs> Just literally the weed bus. One was one of them was like the blazing bus. And like they drive around like downtown. <coughs> you could like not anymore though. No, because like they got shut down. But like you can't just drive around and let people like smoke. Yeah. <laughs> and then like not, open the doors and just 
entire thing's box and just floods out. Right. There, I feel like there's stuff like that in San Diego or some shit. Yeah, like, it, was, like, it was funny though. Like it was, the city didn't know what to do with it at first, and so you just see them driving around, like yeah, cruising, or like they'd be parked, the doors open, like on the like Pipeways Market by like the downtown, like, by the waterfront, by the Ferris wheel, like the busiest spots of tourism. Yeah. And it was just like a smoker's lounge on a bus. <laughs> Damn, that would. Be- did you get to go on one? No, I was like, I was like, I don't know, because like, right when it first went legal, I was like, well, that was before even like the shops opened up, mm-hmm. and like those existed, so like it wasn't even like fully like integrated yet. Right. And I was still, I was like, I was nineteen or twenty when that was happening. Mm-hmm. And you're at school, so it's like. It was like, it was like I remember the summer. It was like summer before uh, sophomore year, I think it was. So yeah, so I was nineteen. Like, <clears> like, I saw this like I was working on the waterfront. And you could just see those buses all the time rolling around. People cruising on, like, just clearly going to get stoned, like, kind of walking off, sunglasses on, like, <laughs> chilling. It's fucking funny. Oh, tell me tell me about the first time that you smoked. The first time I smoked weed, and I was like, what reminded me of it was I saw some video on Instagram of someone who made, like, a grab bong out of a watermelon. Uh-huh. With, like, a bowl basically stuck in a tube and a watermelon. And so then, just, and it was like, the top of it was cut and pulling it out like a bucket grab bar. And we were all smoking in the neighborhood, and I was like, I always had like the first kind of experience where like I, I had smoked before, but like the first, this was the first time I got high. Mm-hmm. And like we were smoking for like a, the entire night. We got like we went to the store at one point, got some drinks. One of my friends like we bought an apple because we didn't have a pipe, and we just got more weed. And then one of my high friends, because my other high friend, my friend Riley, like I think Nate was the one that said it to him, was just like, dude, you should totally buy a watermelon. We'll, we'll just we'll cut up and do it like an apple and like it'll be just like a, just, and he's so high he's like no you can't smoke out of a watermelon like that <laughs> like, you totally can't like stop being an idiot you're just high yeah and like everyone's like trying to not just like burst out laughing so he buys like a big ass watermelon like full size and like, it was like as we were like and we're all clearly stoned like trying to get like crusty story my friend's carrying a watermelon <laughs> he like buys it and then catches how old are you guys Fuck, uh, 16, 17. Nice. Perfect it's, age for yeah, hooligan shit. The first time, like, junior year of high school. Nice, same like, with was, me. And it was like, uh, yeah. So did the watermelon work? So the watermelon, no, it didn't fucking work. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he, like, tries to, like, cut a hole in his key, and he, like, he's like, he literally looks to the other side and just goes, this is like we had driven into a park to, like, uh, to do it. And, like, one of my friends is, like, making the apple into the pipe, like, as, as we're all watching my friend Riley try to like make a watermelon into like just by stepping a hole in like two sides of it. And he was like, and he's like, try to put some weed on some foil and like sucking through it. And he was like, it's not working. Yeah. And we're like, yeah. Foil as like the bull piece? Yeah, it's like foil as the bull piece, carbon the top. And like he's like trying to light that and smoke one end of like a watermelon. He goes, I keep just getting watermelon juice. And we're like, yeah, because it's literally full of water. I'm sure. He kind of finally turns to us and he like just looks and he's like, we can't smoke out of a watermelon. <laughs> we all just burst out laughing. <laughs> so like, yeah, no shit, but it took him like 30 minutes to realize it. I've smoked out of a pineapple. Really? Yeah. And a and a potato. A potato. I smoked out of a potato. And an eggplant. What's a hamble? A hamble? Yeah, you just like. Oh, you've told like, me about this. I swear to God, no, but like I've never done it. Do it like a one hitter. Yeah, but it's like you just have to burn the shit out of your hand and just try to get as much of a hit as you can. It's basically like a one hitter. Yeah, that seems painful. Yeah, but you just put some foil down, you get like a little protection. For sure. 
So that was the first time you got super stoned. That was, was like stone. you smoked out of an apple with your friends smoked before out that. Of an apple. Oh, it's, I said no. I smoked a, a couple joints with my friends before. Okay. And then we smoked out of the apple that night. Hit a few bowls, and like the first time I smoked, I smoked a joint. And fucking. And you didn't get high the first time. No, not really. I had like that kind of placebo high with like I probably thought I was, but I remember like really being like stoned the next time, being like this is being high. Last time I was not. High. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> It was like, I remember like realizing that moment being like, okay. <laughs> yeah. First time I got high was like with a bunch of my, my high school basketball friends. And we went to, uh, one of the kids houses and he has like a, he had like a man cave there and it was literally like fucking like 20 kids, bro. Like just, like, yeah, it's just like a pad, everyone in their basketball uniforms. There's like a bong going around, a bubbler. And then like. My friends like wanted to smoke a blunt, and I was like, "What's a blunt?" And then like, like I'm down. and I was 16, and I like I smoked out of the bubbler like a few times, and then we went outside and I hit the roach of the blunt, bro. And I was so fucking high that night. I was <laughs> so high, dude. Like, so toasted. I remember one of the first time I smoked a blunt, and like I smoked a yeah, I smoked a bong bowl before that. Yeah. And I remember like went somewhere else, and then we pulled out a blunt, and I was like, took a couple puffs, and I was just like. Fuck, fucking so high. <laughs> I was, it was such a euphoric experience the first time smoking, I swear to God. I feel like it was like so like, damn, we're, are we allowed to do this, like, bro? Yeah, I feel like one of the first things I ever remember was like, I'd move my head side to side and my, and like my like vision would like catch up to me. Yeah. I remember thinking like, well, when did I turn my head over here? Cause it's like, I wouldn't realize like when I was like turning. <laughs> I was like, thinking I was over there, but I'd be over here. I remember like, I still like, I have, I can't tell the last time I got that feeling, but that was one of like those like first handful of times when I was being like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Would you ever work in the cannabis industry? I wouldn't be opposed to it. You know Sheldon is, yeah? I just don't know what I do in it, honestly. You know Sheldon is, yeah? I didn't know that. Yeah, Sheldon Plato's yeah, doing like I, customer service at Trees. I think he's like the only Sheldon I know. Yeah. <laughs> but Sheldon, uh, he helped us, like, uh, he recommended us, bro, and we literally, like, did a photo shoot in Michigan at a dispensary for them. Oh, that's Like, sick. with their company that they have their software at. Yeah. And Sheldon recommended us. And we're doing, like, a documentary commercial with them in that's California. Hilarious. Literally, because Sheldon awesome. recommended me because of, like, so the podcast. He, and so in the industry right now? He's doing, like, I believe, like, he's in charge of customer service relationships at Trees. Like in their base that's in San like, Francisco. Like, like, they have like a 30% of the market in California. So like he's got a lot of dispensaries that he probably like yeah, manages probably, relationships with. What's like cool too in that area too. It's, there's probably so many areas that are growing around there as well. That he can like, he can, with dispensaries and like people growing. It's like, he can really travel and just keep good relations with them. That's like an awesome place to be. Dude, yeah. No, and it's fucking like weeds growing everywhere, bro. Like the yeah, industries, like, you know. Central California. There's a bunch of stuff in Northern California. It's all good. It's yeah, like, dude. Now it's like Michigan, bro. Like Vermont. Maine, like there's tons of it's everywhere. DC's got an industry. Yeah, it'll be eventually like there's a badass drought everywhere, and then slowly the greens just creeping across the U.S. Yeah, dude, it's just like it's 11 states now, 11 recreational. Is it really? I thought it was more than that, even. Mm. I think there's more, obviously, that are medical. Much more talk. There's, I think there's like only a handful that have like absolutely no medical or recreational. Yeah, there's only a few that have like nothing. I know like like North Dakota I think is like that. South Dakota I think is like that. Actually South one of them might actually have medical, but uh, Idaho has no medical program. They have nothing. No medical program. 
No, which seems like crazy to me because I feel like <laughs> that does really surprise me. I I don't. <clears throat> I guess there's a lot of like it's a red state overall, but like it's so like chill, beautiful. Like there's like where we it's were like at. There's so many spot. like there's so many like beautiful like there's ski dope, slopes and dope, shit. There's dope mountains, hills, like forests, like lakes. It's like it looks really kind of like Vermont. Place. The place we went, which was like Ketchum Sun Valley, which like looked pretty similar to Burlington, that, Vermont. That, that like. Area is like yeah, it was really cool. It was beautiful. Like, was like do you want a cookie? I'm good. Okay. Two cotton mouth. Nice. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> How often do you consume? Uh, honestly, I was a pretty regular everyday user for not like every day, but ninety percent for probably a long time. Mhm. Mm last five years or so. Last like last year, actually five years is way too long. Like three and a half. <laughs> three and a half years. But I was like, that's it was even up to like part of this year. Um, probably the last like six months though, I'd like definitely like haven't quit smoking. But like especially the last two months, I took like a total dry break up until like last week. Got fairly stoned. Was really hungover and needed it. <laughs> Respect. But uh, now like I'm planning probably will move back to. Uh, Planning on at least hopefully like weekends for sure, a couple times during the week, just at night before going to bed. It's like, I feel like that's definitely one of my favorite, keeps my tolerance low. And right. Nothing else like the first hit of the day, in my opinion, I think. Yeah. After so, you've like had a long day and then you've hit it, it's like. Even it's like, even once like, I've woken up like, on, a, on a weekend and like hit a bowl in the morning, it's like that, that first hit is like right where you need to be. And oh, yeah, then, dude. Especially being an old, like a moke smoker as I was for so long. It was like you can never get to that quite that level the first first one. You could wait five hours, you could wait eight hours until like wait till night. It still wasn't quite the same. Right. I love that first hit. <laughs> yeah, dude, the first hit is pretty good after you've not been high. It's always like super yeah, especially at the end of a long day or something. It's like when you're just like right before going to bed, like get ripped real quick, brush your teeth, watch a show, go to bed. Yeah, dude. Uh, no, I love. Refreshed. We've been. I mean, it's been fun getting high in like a bunch of different places around the U.S. Oh no! And like sure. trying different weed everywhere, and like, but like just being high in the new place, you're just like, nice. This is fucking I nice. I love being high in the new place, <laughs> dude. It's it makes it so much better. Even when I traveled with friends, uh, we went from Cancun and drove down the Yucatan through some Mayan ruins. My, my buddy, like me and Lane, and Mike, we actually started in Cancun and that, on that trip, and then Johnson joined us halfway through. But we went down, for, we were in Cancun for the only one night, drove to, like... Two a, guys in our fraternity. Uh, <laughs> thanks for the context. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, we drove down to, uh, what was the, now I'm sure I can't think of the name of the city. Um, they'll come to me. Drove down to some city down, like, the southern, eastern side of Mexico. And what was, what was cool about that was, like, every place we stopped in, we were clearly pegged as, like, kids in college traveling. Right. We ended up like, being able to find weed like at every stop we made, basically all the way down Mexico into Belize, in like the two towns we stayed in Belize and like Guatemala. That's so funny. Like, <laughs> so like it was, I remember that being was so fun. I was like, we didn't have enough. Like we weren't getting ripped, but it was like we'd roll a joint, they like walk along the beach, go explore a Mayan ruin, and just have yeah. like, like have them like just cruise around with that slight like. Dude, nice. Yeah. Little, I remember that being so just fun. like a little bit more euphoric. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you're so in awe, but you're just like a little high, just like. You, It'll like get you, lost you, you in it. You have a little, like, more like a sponge. You start absorbing, like, a little extra. Totally. Okay, I have a rapid-fire round of questions. I'm going to be too high for this, but keep coming. Okay, rapid-fire round after this bowl. Let's get some water. I can't be slipping on my lips. 
Don't sleep on Barry O. What's your favorite strain? White Widow. White Widow? Is that an indica? Honestly, when I used to smoke it, I don't even know what the hell it was, but it right. was so, it was like, really looked white. White Widow. Yeah, I've had White Widow before. Um, okay, what's your favorite way to consume? Eager Bottom Bomb, for sure. Or a spliff. Two different settings. Okay. <laughs> Um, how often do you consume? I already asked this, but... Often. Okay. <laughs> often. Every day? Well, used to every day. Used to every day for a really long time. Hopefully getting back to like three to five. Okay, for sure. But right now you're like, what, once a week? Once a week, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> favorite snack when you're high? A glass of chocolate milk. Respect. Chocolate milk? Yeah. What's your favorite? Okay. Refreshing as hell when you're super stoned. I know you like regular milk a lot, but I do. But like chocolate milk is like just like a cold glass of chocolate milk. Incredible when you're stoned. Fucking money. And it's like filling. <laughs> <laughs> what activity? What's your favorite activity when you're high? Just ex exploring. Exploring. Just exploring. <laughs> All right, for sure. Exploring like a hiking or. Not like hiking. Hiking is too aggressive. Just Bro, like do you remember? Like you're going to like a hike or like a nature walk. Okay. Okay, for sure. Do you remember when we did acid, bro? And we went to uh, <laughs> uh, the hike. Trail. We literally hiked like ten miles, bro. And I was wearing like <laughs> like a jet. Like I looked like I was in the middle of we, downtown we LA. So far out there on that trail. <laughs> and I was wearing Converse, bro. Like these, like you guys were all, like, you guys all took like a tab or tab and a half or two and cost like really took two I was like I took a half tab and <laughs> just like cruising dude so I was I was like I had to drive back that was my one job yeah yeah I was like damn <laughs> that sunset walked. bro that, that sunset, sunset was, was sick. I still got pictures of that somewhere <laughs> same yeah I, that's so funny though I just remembered that I was so you guys were like hey you want to do acid and I was just like I swear we both got pictures on our phones that looked like the actual path that was like the makeshift art on Quinn XEII's album with the little car driving yes. the road towards the sun, like we, with the red road, yeah. and like the trees, we literally like both had like that picture at different points on that path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I remember when we were like climbing down and we were just like, we felt like we were stuck and then there was like other people like on the hike, you know, and it's just like, you're saying the dumbest <laughs> shit and, you're, and, and everyone's like, they know. <laughs> Dude, they know. They know we're fucking on ass. That used to be one of my favorite things to say to my friends when we were high. It was like someone was really sad. You just like, kind of like lean back and lean in and just go, hey, everybody knows. <laughs> and they'd be like, what do they know? What does everyone know? You're, just like, you're Dude, high. Dude, they know. No, you just never, you never say you're high. You just say they know. Oh, but just no, you dude, know. They know I'm high. And I'm like, just, I don't know. Dude, they know. Everyone knows. Do you grow? Never. Haven't. Will you ever? Haven't is a better way to put it. Will you? Do you want yeah, to? I say haven't yet. Yeah. Haven't yet. Yeah, no. Everyone. Will do. When I heard something. No question. From uh, this woman named Ophelia Chong. That's in the industry. But I, I honestly believe it's true, which is why we're going to start growing. But like, I just want to grow too. But um, if you're a part of the industry, you got to grow. Yeah, don't definitely. So that you understand, so that you understand how process, to get, like, right. <laughs> then you, if you understand you the plant, then you can understand really what you're pushing or you're, you're promoting or what you're selling. No, that definitely makes sense. It's like, you can't really get to know someone unless you're like, you can read all about it. Yeah. You can like partake in it, but until you start like making it yourself. Yeah. It's like, it kind of adds that extra layer. 
So you, you're a part of the cannabis industry in the sense that you're a consumer. You've seen the industry in California. Bottoms here. I'm looking uh, people need. <laughs> but like, no, I mean, being a consumer is still being a part of the industry, you know? Because like, it's a, it's all, it's a cir the circle of life, you know? <laughs> the circle of the industry. Without, without the people selling it, the people have to, like people buying it, you know? Like yeah, they you wouldn't exist. Have the man, or, like, why would you this buy? Right, exactly. But like, I forgot where that question was going to go. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, what do you do for a living? Um, right now, I'm working as a chemical sales representative, is the best way to put it. Nice. I was previously a product engineer making uh, medical equipment, but I don't know. I, was, I, I wanted to be in front of people more. Yeah. And I feel like that was one of the times where I wasn't actually, like, curiously enough, it was like, like, I definitely, like, was, like, stop smoking more during that just because it was like, I don't even know. I wasn't enjoying smoking as much. Yeah, at that job. Like it was, but it was more so because like my job was just less social in the sense where it's like I was working by myself a whole bunch of the time. Yeah. And our office was like super siloed, but now it's like working in a, like a startup as a sales, but like sales rep, where it's like we literally have one room in our office. Every single person, like the entire room, entire like office is in one big ass room. And like there's office rooms for like having meetings or like making calls, like more important calls or conferencing and stuff, but like. It's kind of funny because it's like every single person in the entire company, top to bottom, just in one big ass room. Yeah, that's more fun. It's a lot more fun. <laughs> yeah, that's way more fun. Yeah, well, dude, you should look at jobs in the cannabis industry if you're trying to, like, taste more shit, bro. Like, we're so fucking young, you know? I'm going to sit with this for a little bit, get some experience in my belt. Yeah. So, you know, I'll definitely look into it. I want to move to California, like, after this job. Yeah, dude, save up, some, save up some dough. It's a good place to get into the cannabis industry. Yeah. <clears throat> Hit me up. Warmer climates. Hit me up, bro. I'll, I'll, I'll connect you to whatever I can. If I, if I ever, like, if I ever, like, actually came to look at it, it's like, you definitely know be one of the first people I talk to. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm, I'm all about it. It's funny. So what's your perspective been on Cottonmouth Media up to this point? I like what you're doing. Yeah. Being kind of part of it, it's like, kind of, like, seeing, like, the process and the experience has definitely been, like, kind of, like, is really cool. And it's like... I'm not a huge social media checker even in yeah. a sense, but it's like I remember like always it's always like when I do see the stories it's always like cool. I saw like you guys at the geyser the other day. I've seen like when you guys got pulled over in a where was it? In Missouri. In Missouri, I almost was like it's not Mississippi, but it's another one of those mis a, a bad one, yeah. <laughs> and it's like I've watched like a good like portion of this in the but it's like I'm not like I, I don't like I've been trying to be better about it honestly recently. Across yeah. across like all social media, like checking it more often. Yeah. But it's like, I find like, there's like, I, I go on and off. I go through stage. I went through my last three months of school without a phone. Yeah, oh, damn. Because my phone broke. Yeah. <laughs> and I knew I could fix it, but I needed my old laptop that was back here in Seattle. Damn. I remember it was like, shit, like, like, I was like, I go back and forth and like use my phone a bunch, but I remember like, every time I've seen it, it's always fun checking it in. From when it started, though, too, I was much more of an avid follower. Yeah. And I loved it then. Love it now. Yeah, dude. YouTube's doing well. I've got like five and a half thousand subs. Yeah, you a YouTube channel? Yeah. Dude, I've never, I've been like, I'm so bad at YouTube. That's like one thing, like, I'm not gonna, like, that was like, even thing, watching? Even as a kid. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just bad at YouTube. Like, I've never, like, everyone's like, oh, just like, check it out here. I'm like, I was like, I always get lost in the sauce. Yeah. I can't search shit. It overwhelms me. I'll check it out, though. Yeah, no, dude, it's fun. Honestly, like, you just find, like, your YouTubers that you like, and then it's fun as fuck, you know? And you just it's follow like, them. It's almost like I'm afraid to do it because I'm like afraid to get in that wormhole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a good wormhole <laughs> to get into though. If you had uh, one piece of advice for cannabis uh, consumers or like, you know, uh, customers out there, you know, like new beginner customers. Yeah, like new, new smokers. New smokers, right. They're going to go buy weed. What's your advice to them? 
just buy it if you're not in a legal if you're in a legal state just get it like, even the i guess if you're anywhere if you're young enough if you're old even if you're old go get some pot do it around a few friends do it with like your, your significant other i think for the first time is some of like the biggest things i recommend like if you're not if you're gonna be a first time user whatever you do like smoke with a few people that have smoked before and that you totally feel comfortable around and that you always have good times with already what kind of weed should they be buying what the people are growing what the people, people are growing what the people are growing buying what they're you growing. what you're getting but what if they can like what like what kind of weed you know i don't know <laughs> sativa for sure i'd say lean towards like, some type of sativa because it's always a little like i feel like it's a better like if you're going to be getting high you're not going to be getting high and going to bed you know you want to do something be active want to do something yeah don't but yeah don't be in the couch don't i would say do person. like hi, maybe a hybrid then though hybrid leaning something but i was like don't go on the slow side go on the gamora b side rather than being tired just because i think it's like you're an early that's why you got to do with people you like and then that's why, and that's why even if you do any code that's what i'm saying you if you're longer with good company then you won't get well. anxious yeah you're not going to get anxious at all you're going to be like laughing your ass off cozy as hell you're going to be in the couch you you don't want to be in the couch the first time all right yeah, but if you're in a good environment it could be okay that's true always, all right upside. thanks paulson Thanks, Mr. Matt. Thanks for being on the Boncast, bro. Sharing the story about how Cottonmouth Media became a fucking thing. Just two kids with Cottonmouth talking about Cottonmouth. Just stone kids in the garage coming up with ideas. Yo, cannabis lovers, thanks for listening to the latest episode of the Boncast. I hope you enjoyed getting to know Tom and understanding how we came up with the name of Cottonmouth Media. It's fun to look back on how that came to be. Thank you, Tom, for having me in your space, sharing your story, and having my girlfriend and I over at your house while we were staying in Seattle. We were really, really grateful for that, and it was awesome to be able to catch up with you, man. Be sure to follow Tom Paulson on his cannabis journey at TCP underscore one, two, three on Instagram, because I'm trying to get him to quit his job and get a job in the cannabis industry. Thanks for listening or watching or whatever it is you did to this podcast, but I'm glad you did it. But otherwise, yo, I'll see you guys in the next Cottonmouth Podcast. Word. Yeah. Baby, girl, you're so damn fine, dog. Wanna know if I can hit it from behind, dog. I'm sipping on you like some fine wine, dog. When it's over, I press for wine. I don't want to finish it either. Like, that's chilling. You calling me a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Yeah, baby. Uh. That's a really satisfying sound, huh? It's like a sword going into its sheath. I'm more posted for this episode. Because <coughs> I don't give a fuck. Leia, do you want some? Yeah. <laughs> a podcast about people. Sorry, my spit started to come out of my mouth there. So lit. Cutting Mouth Media.